hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. What's up, Kathy? How are you doing, gorgeous? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You're doing good. You're doing good. Tell me why you're doing good. Tell me something <laughs> good. It's so hot here. I have been living in flip-flops and shorts for days. I don't like this heat. <laughs> My poor dogs um, are stuck in the house all day. I take them out in the morning when it's cool and let them run around. And I'll take them out. You know, it's not so hot that they can't go outside. And since we have the pond, they just race toward the pond. They come out of the house, race towards the pond and just start swimming. And that keeps them cool. But this morning, Rodrigo, my 12 and a half year old, decided to um, act out. And <laughs> I brought him outside to do our running around. And then it was time for them to eat. So I call them all inside. Everyone comes inside except for Rodrigo. And I'm calling and calling him. And Johan stops and looks at me and he's like, where is he? And I was like, I have no idea where this dog is calling him and calling him. And finally I hear a voice from the trail going, he's out here, a black dog, right? And Johan and I look at each other and we're like, Rodrigo, get your butt back in this yard. And she's like, he's coming. He broke loose. He broke loose. He never does that. I mean, he used to do that when he was young, but he doesn't do that as a, you know, old man, but he is out there meeting people. So you thought, so you thought. <laughs> Uh, he, he was meeting and greeting. Yes, he was. And he was just happy as can be. Yes, There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, Harley put a whole new spin on, I don't want to go for a walk. <laughs> it was so hot that I was walking them and he was pulling because he didn't want to go. And Jax was pulling because he wanted to go. So I had my left arm extended in front of me and my back, my, my right arm behind me. And so then I noticed that there was a lady coming towards me and she was smiling and laughing. And so I'm preoccupied with her and I'm saying, Okay, Harley, thank you for coming with me to when I realized that I was dragging an empty leash and collar and Harley's <laughs> behind had turned around and was walking back to the house. Now I know what the lady was laughing at. <laughs> so stupid. Listen, I haven't felt that stupid. Did I, do you ever remember reading this blog post? I'm deviating now. Um, about my weight loss program. So I, I was on a diet and I must've lost like 11 pounds and you could not tell me I hadn't lost 50. I felt like I should have been on every Weight Watchers commercial, damn Oprah. I had just gone and I was so cute. So I was taking the dogs to doggy daycare and I stopped to get gas. And Harley always rode in the passenger seat and Jax was in the back. And I'm pumping gas. And as I'm pumping gas, people are driving by or pulling up to the gas station, waving, smiling. Some brothers even drove by because it was like a corner, like 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. And it was a stop sign, a stoplight. And so then, you know, like they'd be at the stoplight and then the, the light would turn green and they would, you know, honk and wave. So I'm like holding my stomach in and I got my <laughs> shoulders back. 
And I was like, damn, I must really look better in this sundress than I thought. Well, lo and behold, I finished pumping, put the thing back in, you know, the, the, whatever it is that you use to get gas. I put it back on the little hook, turned around and Jack said, jumped into the front seat, the driver's side. That's what everybody was looking at. They were looking at me. Jack's behind the steering wheel and you had Harley on the passenger side and I was so embarrassed so the other day with Harley pulling out of the leash it was that same experience that same letdown I was like dang I thought this lady was smiling at me she wasn't she was laughing at me but other than that you know the heat is what it is I don't go very far with them still doing all the things. I do want to order those shoes, wag willies Mm -hmm. that I was telling you about that look like Crocs for dogs, Mm -hmm. because I do think that they would help Harley in and out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, The other morning I walked him around the block and had forgotten to take his slippers off. And he looked like he was so embarrassed. (laughs) He had that look like, damn lady, could you not have taken these off on the porch? So I think if I get the wag wellies, he can maintain some degree of dignity. Oh, but um, other than that, that's not much, except for I've been dying to talk to you about, about this Facebook post that you put up. <laughs> about the quote unquote study. Yeah. Um, yes. So, food so let me, Go ahead. So let me just say this. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you first went to raw feeding, for those of you that don't know what I'm about to talk about, there there is this misnomer about, still to this day, about raw feeders and the the dangers um, of getting sick, making the people you live with sick, contaminating your kitchen, your home, the dogs and everything else. And Back in the day, and I have to go back several years when raw feeding was not as popular a a way to, you know, to feed your dogs. I was one of those people and you and I talked about it briefly. I wasn't condemning raw feeders. I never did. But I had some concerns. Remember, I used to ask you, well, where do you do it? And you were like, do what? And I said, prepare the food. And you were always just so patient with my ignorance. Um, But I feel that raw feeding has truly evolved. Yeah. So is this a recent study that somebody put out about the bacteria and the antibodies and all of that in terms of raising red flags with um, raw feeding? I I think it's important coming from you who Mm -hmm. has done it now for several years for multiple dogs. Yeah, for nine years. You didn't like, you didn't waltz into this. You kind of like hip hop, you know, you went full Monty into the raw food world and um, take all the precautions for the years that I've known you. I've never known your dogs to be sick. I've never known you and Johan to be sick. Um, so why is this popping up again after so many people have been educated? Veterinarians have their, I guess they have their own thought processes. There are some that like it. There are some that don't. But even those that don't like it, they don't necessarily condemn it. They just pretty much speak more 
on why they feel you should go. Well, that would be the keep the tail Um So, so yeah. So the article I think was called um, "Raw Feeding Raw Meat Dog Food." are linked to human infection. So Kimberly, can you go ahead and and talk to us? Um, Stop laughing at me and talk. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna have to get better. But it's it's a pause. That's for me. That's, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see that's gonna be a snippet. I was on a roll. Oh, so it, you know, it's, you know, what it is, is, and I'm just going to put it out there and, you know, feelings be damned, but it's just really poor journalism and poor writing. It's someone, you know, we live in a time where if you look at YouTube um, and look at the videos that get the most views, like right mm-hmm. now, my YouTube feed is filled with videos of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And, um, you know, Harry and Megan, because everyone hates something going on with those two stories. Oh, and now Will Smith came out with another apology. So now everybody's talking about that and ripping him apart. But the videos that get the most views, the most comments, I mean, not across the board, but the ones that seem to really attractive views are the ones that are going to be on controversial topics. I mean, there's like a whole anti-MLM situation going on where people are making all these videos talking about how bad multi-level marketing is. And I mean, it's, those are the videos that get the, you know, get the clicks, get the views, hence rack up the advertising dollars. So it pays to be negative. So it is, there's no money in writing a article or a blog post that says, use some common sense and wash your hands when you're feeding raw, just like you would if you're making dinner for your family, use some common sense and wash your hands. That's simple. And nobody's, that's not provocative, but if you can come out and go, there's, you know, there's a connection between, you know, um, what is it? antibiotic resistant bacteria and raw feeding. And it's just, you know, people who feed raw or they're endangering themselves and their dogs. Now that's going to get some clicks and it's going to get clicks by people who are anti-raw and want to have one more thing to share with other people to show how bad it is or just out of curiosity. But the thing that we lack today is critical thinking. That stuff got cut out of our curriculum in our schools years ago. I feel like we, or maybe the generation after me, um, you know, that's when it ended. But I read these articles and you see the words like might and may and maybe. I mean, there's nothing definitive. Um, They're referring to a study, but they don't tell you anything about like the dogs that were in the study. Were the dogs raw fed? You're led to make that assumption based on the title, but it doesn't say that. It doesn't tell you anything about um, how they prepare the raw food. It doesn't tell you anything about, well, what about the kibble fed dogs? Did that was something in their stool? And then if you keep digging, which I usually do, when I go and find other people who are related to the so-called study, it comes out that the strain of E. coli that was found is something that's common in both humans and dogs. So they didn't discover anything at all. Basically, a friend of mine had this analogy that I thought was perfect. 
And she said there, that article is like someone coming out saying in the summertime, if you eat ice cream, you're more likely to drown because in the summertime, that's when you see the most drowning deaths. And most people are eating ice cream because they're trying to stay cool. The connection that they're making in this article, there's no connection there. They're just throwing stuff at the window. And a lot of people have already come out and just torn apart the article. And I'm just disappointed both in petfoodindustry.com for putting that article out there. It's just poor, poor journalism. And um, it's just going to get worse for them because basically, you know, you guys have just shown that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, dog, all dogs are shedding salmonella or some type of bacteria. That's just, it doesn't matter what you're feeding them. And then, you know, like people who are like, oh, well, you have to worry about salmonella. Guess what? There's salmonella outside everywhere. You know, there's birds poop on the grass. Boom, salmonella. You know, there's all kinds of bacteria. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It's like we're not going to put our dogs in a bubble and keep them protected from bacteria. We don't want to do that to ourselves. It's and, you know, and people are forgetting just the, the true nature of a canine. These are not little human beings. So well, I, I sensed, I sensed that the premise behind the whole article was to discourage people from pursuing um, a, a raw fed lifestyle for their mm-hmm. dogs out of the popular misnomer that, you know, fear will change your mind yep. every time. Because if I do this, I could get myself or my family sick. Mm-hmm. Um, your analogy, which I thought was just right on point, was the Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. I mean, people are handling that bird like you wouldn't believe yeah. um, and then cooking it. But you're still handling raw food. And mm-hmm. that goes, you know, for any kind of poultry or meat or what have you. So I, I just was I was really shocked. And I think it's because of my relationship with you and having been with you through this entire raw fed journey um, that when I think about raw feeding, it's it's Kimberly and then all the other people who kind of dibble and dab in it. Now there's more more Kimberly's in the world. You're just the only one that I happen to have the relationship (laughs) with that I know to that extent. I remember you put a platter of food up on Facebook and I'm going to tell you, Maybe I was hungry, but it looked like a charcuterie board for the protein fanatics. I mean, I looked at it and I had to look twice. I said, oh, this is on the keep the tail wagging page. (laughs) So this is not for me. This is for Jax because it looked so good. Yeah, Um, it's it's sad to me because it's like what they these people count on. I, I also, you know, we see this in regular media where people will tell a half story and they tell the half truths and then people get all riled up and angry. And then when you find out the true story, the damage has already been done. People only remember the original story. And, And this is what's happening too. And the thing that's disappointing even more beyond this person who wrote this, you know, just really piss poor article you know, what disappoints me more are the number of people who will not read anything past the title. 
And if they do read the article, they'll just skim it, but they won't read it with a critical eye to say, this makes absolutely no sense. Because if you read the, his article, it makes no sense. There's so many questions. And when you start looking deeper into it, even more questions rise up. And it just, I have a friend of mine dug real deep into it. And he was just like, this is just a joke. This, I mean, it's just pathetic attempt to, you know, what are they, uh, the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. And that's basically what this is, is, is it sounds good because you're talking about scientists and you're saying there's a study and it, it sounds good, but all, all it comes down to is either you guys were just trying to write a clickbait article or dog owners in the UK are nasty AF because if they, if they're um, getting urinary tract infections from feeding their dogs a raw food diet, I got questions about your sanitary um, habits. Where are you preparing said meal? Exactly. And what are you doing with your hands after you handle the raw <laughs> All right. All right. I don't know. No, <laughs> no more fish. I'm just saying, because, you know, my urinary tract is <laughs> far away from. You know, you know, and that takes some effort to make that connection. So, it's like, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. This but, is like this is like an early edition of Saturday Night Live. Is <laughs> y'all nasty over there? That's what's happening. <laughs> y'all nasty. I have soap at my at the sink. You know, just hand soap and dish soap, and we have sanitizer at our sink with you know the little pump. We have the big Costco size sanitizer. So when I'm doing meal prep, when I'm feeding the dogs, I'm constantly washing my hands because. I'm not just touching meat, I'm touching dishes or I'm reaching for stuff and grabbing something out of a cabinet. So I'm constantly washing my hands before I do that. And the the real reason why I'm so vigilant about it is not because I'm afraid that I'm going to get sick. I mean, I'm not a nasty person. It's not like, you know, but I'm so vigilant about it because I live with someone who was very concerned about me switching the dogs to a raw diet. And he was very concerned about the bacteria and the cleanliness and stuff. And so I went overboard to show him, see, we, we good. And it just became a habit. But, um, you know, when people write articles like this, it's, it's like they don't think about the fact that there are tens of thousands of people who have been feeding raw food diets for decades and they manage not to get their children sick, not to get their loved ones sick, not to get their dogs sick. And, and then beyond that, like I said before, I, I always go back to Thanksgiving. I mean, I, I know they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the UK, but they have similar holidays where people are cooking up an entire meal. And, and you telling me just now, you know, it's not that people got E. coli from, a, you know, undercooked beef or salmonella from undercooked poultry. You saying they got a urinary tract. I mean, just really nasty, nasty. It's nasty, but um, say one more time so I can take a picture of that face. <laughs> I can't. It's just it's just upsetting. When you go nasty, it's just nasty. Uh -huh. It's just not. It's not. It's not appropriate. Like you and, be, I, and I know that they're not. You look sorry. like you could be Medea's um younger sister when you say that. Just nasty. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it's not that. Tyler Perry, if you're looking for somebody to play the role of Medea's younger <laughs> sister, he lives in Marysville, Washington. Cause she looked just like your family, nasty. I mean, it's just—it's not that they're saying that they got the urinary tract infection from it. They said that it was a similar bacterial strain. 
was in, I guess, dog's stool that was also <laughs> presented in people's urine. But it's still nasty because, of course, I'm sitting here like, well, where, how did it get there? I mean, and where did it start? Did it start in the stool or did it start in someone's hoo-ha? So, you know, transferred listen, to the stool. listen, I'm going to change the subject because I'm telling you, <laughs> I don't want the visual. And you're giving me too much visual. I have a nightmare tonight. I'm just giving a side eye to, um, you know, Pierce Morgan and all the other UK folks. Like, what y'all up to? Okay. Okay. So we're going to switch subjects right now. Um <laughs> I'm obsessed now. You just on a roll. Um, Well, I want to, you know, I want to thank you for clearing that up for me. (laughs) So I've gone down, listen, I'm really interested in this subject. I've gone down this rabbit hole about a subject that on the surface seems like, what is it to talk about? Because you see on social media, especially, and, and when you talk to other pet parents, they look at you as if it's a natural when you say, do you talk to your dog? But I'm, I'm looking at it from a deeper perspective mm-hmm. because I'm wondering, and, and here's what happened. I talked to um, Harley and Jax. I don't yell at them because, you know, I am a secret stalker of Victoria Stilwell. I've always enjoyed her philosophy about um, raising dogs and, and training dogs. And one of the things that she said is that, believe it or not, dogs appreciate or can relate to your regular tone of voice. Because when you talk to your dog, especially if you talk to them like a human, okay? Mm -hmm. In other words, having conversation. And I know that sounds crazy, but just, just humor me for a minute. My daughter has been staying with us because this is her little summer getaway and we have a lovely time. And every night she comes into the room to tell everybody good night. And the dogs are always going to be where I am. And she'll literally get down. And my husband does it too, which I think is so sweet. He, because the dogs are always with me. So we go to bed together. And so whoever comes in will kneel down and pet the dogs and tell them like, good night, you comfortable. I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but that's a ritual. And um, when Tiffany came in, she's acknowledged Charlie and spent some time with him. And then she went over to Jack's who just lay there. His didn't raise his head. He did not move his tail. So she said to me, she said, I don't want to startle him. Is he sleeping? Do you know what my response was without even thinking? Mm -hmm. I said, did you ask him? (laughs) She said, I beg your pardon. I said, no, seriously. Did you ask him if he was sleeping? So she said, are you serious? I said, try it. So she said, Jax, are you sleeping? I said, did he lift his head? Did he open his eyes? Did he move his tail? Did he acknowledge you in emotion or movement at all? She said, not at all. I said, well, guess what? He's sleeping. (laughs) So then the next morning when she came in, she said, is he awake? I said, well, ask him. She said, Jax, are you awake? Oh, the tail. (laughs) And then the ears perked back and the head raised up. So as silly as this sounds, I am always, and you know this about me, I'm always observing them. I love the fact that this creature has been created in such a mystical, magical manner that it's fascinating to me. And so I started looking at it and I was like, now science is saying that 
Dogs may not speak the same language, but they they have learned to recognize the dog related speech. And you do it all the time because you love to go to your dogs and say, you want to go outside? You want to go outside? Now, I'm wondering if you said to them outside, I mean, would it have the same reaction? Let's find out. You want to go outside? So they all just got up. Well, so, now you, you can't now change it and do it differently. Well, I can. I'll just give it a few minutes until they settle down. Sorry, guys. That wasn't me. Here, I'll give you a treat instead. Oh, she's, then she's, about 15 minutes from now, I'll, I'll do it again. But in Okay. A, but I, so studies show that dogs become accustomed to the rhythmic pattern of certain words. Mm-hmm. So now I'm ready to really start working with that fluent pet thing that you gave me that I said I was going to work on and I haven't, but I haven't forgotten. Um, and so because I'm I'm all into the talking to your dog. So I want you to pay attention to how you talk to your dogs. Um, just like children, not really comparing, but comparing, you know, you yell at them, but when you yell at them, do you change the tone of your voice? Does it get louder? Does it get deeper? Is it a distinct difference from, because what I have found, I don't yell at them in that matter. Now I can say, Jax, now you know better than that. And that's cool. I can say, leave it. And he'll open his mouth. I don't, I could probably sing it. Leave it, And he may still. So I'm kind of trying to test these things out. I'm not crazy. I just need you any little help. I need you to do the same things around your dogs and just kind of observe and see, are your dogs truly um, listening and memorizing and, and, and having their own interpretation um, about the different tones and inflections and, and the patterns, because I think it's very, very interesting. So first, I don't think you're crazy. I think this is perfectly normal. And I think anyone listening to this totally understands and gets that. Yes, I do think tone and stuff changes because they can't understand the words. Like, you know, if I'm just talking, 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 they just hear me and they pick up on my energy and my, you know, if I'm sing songy, oh, she's happy and, you know, and stuff like that. But I have learned that certain tones um, get a response. So like if I'm being serious and because um, sometimes it's when it's time to come back in, they don't want to come back in. And so they'll just stop and stare at me and um, and wait and see if I'm going to allow them to just stay outside. And so I have to change my tone to let them know, no, I'm serious. Come on inside. And um, and then there is a tone. If I need to get all their attention really quickly, I do a high pitch and I go puppy, 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 you know, and I do that. And that gets them all stopping what they're doing and turn, tuning into me and coming back to me pretty quickly. But I've, I've learned all of that. But because I always think it's funny because all of my dogs do this. Uh, mostly it's I, I see it with Zoe and Apollo. And it's so hilarious because I will call for Zoe like Zoe. She knows that I'm serious when I say Zoe Saldana. Um, if I just, if I'm just going Zoe and stuff, she'll be like, oh, I, I got a little more time because she hasn't put any bass in it yet. But if I, you know, if I holler out Zoe Saldana, get back in here, she'll turn around, I'll see her little legs running up to the house. You know, um, <clears throat> the same thing was with Sydney. I, if I said Sydney, Australia, she would turn right back around and she was like, oh, she needs me. She's, she's pulled out my yeah, full name, my government name. 
um, yeah, it's just very, very interesting. Um, even with the basics, you know, um, oh God, let me say treat, treat. And I can say it in any tone, any fashion, speed, but it, just to say that word, and not only do they understand it, they beat me to the closet where the treats are located. Mm-hmm. So, um, but full sentences, even uh, when I need Harley to come downstairs and I can say to him, I said, I want you to come downstairs, but you got to go slow. I said, take it slow because you don't have your shoes on. And I'll wave the little booties at him mm-hmm. and I'll say, okay, ready? And then he'll take a step and I'll say, slow down and he'll wait. So it's very, very fascinating to me. Um, And I've just been doing a lot of reading, nothing, no books in particular. Um, Would love to speak to Hannah Malloy again, (laughs) again, but I I have it in my tickler file for when she comes back and then we can, um, can talk about it. Well, everybody's laying down right now. So hold on. Outside. Yeah, they didn't they didn't say a word. Hot damn. Okay, so they didn't even turn and look at me. Everybody's head is down and everything. They didn't budge. Now go ahead and do it the regular way. No, because then they'll st- I, I don't want them barking and stuff. <laughs> oh, sh- All right. Well, you do it. No. You know what? You sounded like an army staff sergeant outside. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do something that I've never done before. Like make that it, was pretty good, though. It was in a way that they don't recognize, and so because I wanted to see if they they wouldn't even budge. I was that was pretty impressive. I I, I like that. Um, okay, so I'm really, really, really happy. Can we talk about um, talk to me Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, hashtag talk to me Tuesday. And can we talk about um, comments? Yes. So hashtag talk to me Tuesday. This is something we came up with last week um, because sometimes, you know, Kathy and I try not to talk during the week. You know, we'll just like each other's social media posts, but we try not to talk during the week because we want to keep it all focused on the podcast. But sometimes it is. It's hard because did you see my picture, by the way? Of, Which one? Of, of Scout waiting for me in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> but it's like little things like that. So we just, we came up with Talk to Me Tuesday. And so we'll be talking to each other on Tuesdays. And you guys are more than welcome to join in and use the hashtag Talk to Me Tuesday and tag us in your posts. And, and we will join into the conversation just because sometimes stuff that we're talking about, it'll come up a couple of days later where it's like, oh, this is exactly what we were talking about. But this past week, they- Yes, like outside. (laughs) It's kicking my butt. I do not know how folks deal with this because I was out painting the deck, trying to get it, do a good job, but trying to do it fast because I was dripping sweat. And it's in the morning. It's, you know, because we got up, in the morning, got the dogs taken care of and got this. Johan's out there right now. Um, he's painting the doors to our shed. And but um, I told him I'm done. Once it, the heat kicks in, I'm done with outside work. But it's I don't it's no joke. My dogs don't understand either. They just they do not. Rigo does. So I thought of you yesterday because they'll all go outside. Nope, they didn't even budge. They'll all go outside with me and we'll, they'll run around um, scout and Apollo will go swimming. Rigo will run around and do stuff and then lay in the shade. But probably within about 10 minutes, Rigo's at the door. Like, uh, uh-uh, it's too hot. Let me in the house. 
Whereas the other dogs, they, they love this heat. And well, I come outside with them. I was going to take Jack Harley with me to get Jax's um, caddy shot. And we came outside all leashed up because I have them on the leash to take them in the car. Um, Harley, I went down to, to open the car door and roll the windows down and cool it off and all of that. And all I have to do is look at Jax and he's like in. And Harley just stood there. So when I called him a second time, I said to him, I said, tell me what you want to do. Do you want to go? So he immediately turned around, faced the door as if to say, look at my tail because I ain't turning around again. (laughs) So I went up to the door and I took his leash and harness off, opened the door and he sashayed back in and never looked back. So Lee was watering the grass and he said, what's up with that? I said, that's him telling me he's not interested. And so Jackson and I went just by ourselves. But yeah, Harley doesn't want. I noticed, and I think that this is all too, um, he pants more than he used to. Um, and I can imagine trying to keep up with Jax, you know, going up and down the stairs and stuff. It's probably a little more ex- exerting for him than, than ever. But you um, have to be very careful with this weather. What yeah. you think. I am going to try. Um, tomorrow when I get back home, I'm going to try to walk them barefoot. Uh I want to see. Yeah, I want to see. And I'm going to do it like a Facebook live and talk about how far I've walked and what it feels like. Mm -hmm. Because I know we are at like 48 straight days of over 95 degrees. Lord. Yeah, it is. I'm whining about five days. Yeah, it's insane. But so with Talk to Me Tuesday, uh, Talk to Me Tuesday, and you know, there are others out there like Talk With Me on Tuesday. There are <laughs> but ours is Talk to Me Tuesday. Um, so somebody sent us a comment and they said that my favorite podcast to listen to first thing Monday morning. Thank you both. And so um, I told her, you know, I thanked her and I told her about, um, going video and audio next week. What's that? August 6th. Mm. People will see us. I'm going to have to get, I'm not going to go full makeup, but I'm going to like put on some. (laughs) I know you're going to have on some kind of a dog sweatshirt or something because that's your mantra and you have to do that. Okay. And now everybody gets to see my glasses, my new glasses. But anyway, (laughs) so I was telling her that, you know, it's been a year. I cannot believe it. Our first podcast was August 1st, 2021. And here we are coming back around and we still like each other. Yeah. So that's, that's great. So her response was, Oh, wow. Can't wait. I've been listening since you launched a year ago. I even played your older podcast for our foster pup and our dogs while we aren't at home. And that's just like, that's so nice. (laughs) Nice. And so um, she said, they love listening to your voices, fellow dog moms. They just know. And (laughs) I was like, that is the absolute truth. Dog moms do know. Girls with dogs do know. So that was really, um, that was really a really nice comment. That's nice. Yes. And we should ask for, you know, you know, because we're going to go live 
Um, and hopefully that works out. It'll be interesting to see if it does. Well, wait, back up, back up. What do you mean? Hopefully this will work out. Because we have to use a different platform to go live. We can't use this one because we can't see comments on this one. But on the other platform that I have, we can see comments. But it's just always one of those where um, I think the weather will be cool here by, you know, a cooler by then. But um, it'll be I'm, I won't even put a jinx into it. It'll go wonderfully. But I'm excited about it. But, yeah, we should ask for questions. So if you guys have any random questions for us. Oh, please send them in, send them in because this is, this is going to be fun, but I do want to give a shout out to Ivy, Ivy Dragon Breath and Wild 420. They left some great comments on YouTube, very long comments. So I will not read them, but I appreciate them. And I did read them. Well, how are you just going to say you ain't going to read it? You want me to read them? Yeah, this is Ivy. First, she says that Harley is a hoot. But then she says, I have listened to this podcast and this is the episode twice through first time with interruptions. Then second time when my husband had gone out, which gave me time to catch up. Um, I like off leash time, but I prefer it if I know the area very well. I 100 percent agree. Back when I lived in the in the UK, we had a couple of large fields in a park, not a dog park. And I would often choose the backfield as I had more opportunity to see dogs at a distance and recall mine back until I knew the dog. But when visiting unknown areas, I often kept my dogs on lead until I got to know the route better and the basic attitudes of the people in the area, as I can find it literally changed from town to town. My first dog, Toby, was a collie um, German Shepherd Doberman mix, and he was very social with all dogs, animals, and people. And in my town, people are very much keeping themselves to themselves. Whereas a couple of towns away, we went on a nature trail walk and pe- and the people were m- much more open, more friendly, and the dogs were also very social too. Since having multiple dogs, we tend to keep more to ourselves unless we know the other dog well enough. And now I, I can agree with that too. See, long. Yes, that's okay. Okay, you wanted the next one, Wild 420. And I like that name, 420. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad you. I, I just learned about 420, and you know you that. <laughs> I did not know what. I did not know what that was. <laughs> I'm so glad you're both back because we took some time off. Um, I enjoy listening to your podcast every week. I've had the dogs inside the past two weeks. They only go out to the bathroom and right back inside, and it's been over a hundred some days and close to it in others. I've been exercising them in the house, in the AC. I wish you cooler days and nights. I personally dislike when I'm walking my dogs and other dog owners want to have a meet and greet. Girl, thank you. I don't understand these people who do not <laughs> understand. I am walking my dog. I am out here trying to meet you and talk to you and have our dogs meet. And no, you can't pet my dogs. I'm in the zone. We're exercising. We're like enjoying nature. This is, you know, yes. my... In- introvert mantra don't want it leave me alone okay that's not that was all me um but i just want to say i i feel i feel seen <laughs> especially when i have a young pup with me i take my son's dog on leash and have the bulldog puppy in the stroller for two reasons one she's not fully vaxxed and two she gets overwhelmed i'm trying to get her out and about to experience the world and that doesn't include mr and mrs know-it-all <laughs> Oh, yes, I know. Because when you have a puppy 
everybody wants to come up and give you advice on a puppy like you stupid. I mean, granted, there are some people who aren't as knowledgeable about dogs, you know, and they're new and stuff. But I feel like, and I know strangers don't know this, but I have devoted the past decade to my dogs and writing about dogs. I don't need some stranger coming up to me, giving me their laundry list of advice. Because I ain't trying to hear that. I didn't ask you. I'm trying not to make eye contact so you stay away from me. Mm-hmm. And the people, it, it cracks me up because people talk about, well, you should use a yellow leash. Have you heard of the yellow leash project? And I just want to say, if one more person asks me about the yellow leash project, I'm going to lose my mind. Do you think that people who just like to interrupt strangers while they're peacefully walking their cause, dogs know about a yellow leash project or even care? They don't. They just want to interrupt your day. And for that lady, when I turned the corner and hid behind a tree so and pretended like I was on my phone so you could keep walking and you stood there for five minutes waiting for me, you so need who, help, ma'am. Who is, um, help me. I, I must have been at the bus stop at the right time. What's the Yellow Leash Project? Exactly. See? Anybody listen that if you have ever said that to anyone, stop saying that right now. And here's your evidence. It's basically years ago, it came out with this thing where if you have a dog that is reactive or is shy and you're socializing, you use a yellow lead. And it was supposed to signify to everyone, keep a distance. We're, we're training. He's shy. He's reactive. But the problem is, is nobody knows about that except for the people who share that meme. They didn't do a good job yeah, they didn't do a good job marketing that one. And so it's just like, it's, oh, here they go. My cat's upstairs um, singing to my dogs. That's another thing. Back to the, you know, talking to the dogs. I thought my cat would just come up to the stairs meowing because, you know, he was trying to call me and get my attention. No, he's talking to my dogs. Because sometimes I'm upstairs standing behind him and he's at the top of the stairs meowing to the dogs and dogs are at the bottom of the stairs and they're having a conversation. I have no idea why, but I feel like they're plotting against me. I don't know either. (laughs) Now my mind is racing backwards to see if I've ever seen somebody with a a yellow lead. No, I've never even seen a yellow lead in the store. And even if you, you can get a a harness that says like maybe reactive or shy or working dog, you can do all of that. But a lot of the people who like to approach you don't care. They don't care about any of those things. These are people. And I will admit that I used to be one of these people until Rodrigo started showing his, his butt and, you know, he became, he was a reactive dog. And so I stayed away from everybody. But, um, you know, people will, they just want to, they're excited. They have a dog. You have a dog. Oh, let's talk about how cool it is to have dogs. But um, people don't understand that not everybody is outside with their dogs for attention. You know, some people are outside because I, I walk my dogs because it's a peaceful time. I do it when I'm stressed out. I do it when for exercise. I do it for fresh air just to get outside. Um, and I usually have my earbuds in and I'm listening to a book or sometimes I just have my earbuds in and I'm not listening to anything. I just hope that people notice them. They don't. Um, and I just, I don't want to talk to people. I'm, I'm okay with a, a quick smile, but um, I don't want to stop and talk to people. That's, but you know, people don't, I get it. I understand. I love dogs, but I just, you know, leave me alone. 
I should like get well, a shirt that just says, leave me alone. Um, no, don't do that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's so not you. <laughs> um, Look at this. I'm sweating. It is so hot. Look at my hand glistening. Why are you sweating like that? It is hot. And we have an AC on. You're just not used to it. No, I'm not. I have a, a, a final topic. Okay. Okay. So Johan woke me up this morning. Ugh, my dogs. Well, Johan woke me up this morning because he felt Scout's lymph nodes and they were bigger. And Johan, and I'm, I like to wake what? up. I like to wake up gently and quietly. I don't like to be woken up to be told something that I already know. And, and I, ha- I had to remember that he doesn't know. He doesn't know any of these things. And even though I try to tell him things, I try not to overwhelm him with what I'm doing with each of the dogs and stuff like that. <clears throat> so he was really concerned. And he finally was just like, you're not awake. I'll leave you alone. I'll let you wake up. And then I was like, okay, we can sit there and talk about it. So I got up and went and checked his lymph nodes. Yes, they are bigger, but they had been the same size for the past two weeks. So he's stable. And I had to explain this to him. The reason why his lymph nodes are bigger are twofold. One, his elbow patches, you know, when dogs, the skin, the hair rubs off their elbows. Well, he, he, the um, elbow skin, the skin was, um, I won't, it wasn't infected, but it was uh, like the skin was broken. Um, And so I was spraying um, medication on it and putting salve on it to, for it to heal. So that's part of the reason and part of the reason, because he has cancer. And so his lymph nodes go up and down when he has cancer. And so I had to explain this to him, but he was just like, well, the last time I felt his, I couldn't even feel anything because it's not something that he does on a regular basis. So he was something that I'm used to because I'm in tune with my dog. He's not. And so he was completely shocked and just really upset. And I feel bad because he woke me up and I was just like, why, why are you? No, he's fine. Let me sleep, man. <laughs> but I just no. think it, it's funny because, you know, in a that home, so sweet. And, you know, in a home that, you know, where one person does most of the pet care and it's, and it's not that the other person doesn't care about the animals. It's just that that's not what he does. This is, this is my, my thing. And, and it was just, it was sweet. And um, I feel bad for him because he was really, and I had to talk him down because, and explain to him, you know, in detail what's going on with Scout and, and that he is okay. Cause you know, he's looking at him like he's about to die. And I was, and I just was like, reminded him and I was like, he is eating that man, he comes to the kitchen before I get to the kitchen, letting me know it's time to eat. He eats all of his meals. He eats them completely, licks his bowl clean. He's active. He plays. He runs. He jumps. He swims. I was like, he's naughty. He's barking at the cat. He's barking out the window. He's barking at everybody. He's, you know, he's obnoxious and getting, trying to crawl all over his sister and annoying her. No, there like, is such a thing that you have to remind Johan about, and it's called living with cancer and that's yeah. what he's doing yeah that's what he's doing he's living with cancer and it's he's living this thing cancer. that's interesting is i you know i did a live on my facebook page last week about you know living with cancer and you know getting that diagnosis wow. here they go and, this is and outside yeah. i know exactly <laughs> but um one person spoke up 
And, and I thought it was so heartbreaking because she said that her dog kept coming to her and she was just like, I feel like my dog is telling me something's wrong and you need to fix it. Why aren't you fixing it? And I was like, or your dog is sensing that you're unhappy and your dog is trying to give you comfort because if your dog is still eating and drinking and having solid poops and, you know, basically if no one else would know that your dog was sick, except for you, then you should be celebrating that on a daily basis. And, and it's funny because- I, you know, I, you know, I had that conversation with Johan and I could see him visibly relax because he's like, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. And it's just like, you know, I I'm sharing this because it's just, it was a reminder that it's two of us here with these animals, you know, since I write the blog and we have the podcast and, you know, all my friends are dog lovers and I'm, I'm on the board of directors of a rescue. My life is very much dog focused. But so is his because he's here with these dogs, too, and he loves these dogs, too. And and Scout has a very special place in his heart because he's the one that chose Scout. Yes. And and so um, to to lose him, it would is going to be really hard on Johan. Um, and since I'm all like I'm talking to the vet, I'm talking, you know, I'm doing the homework and, you know, I have him on, you know, I'm changing his protocols and all of that. So I don't worry about it. To me, the lymph nodes is just a sign that, oh, I need to shake things up. And and I just go about my day. Whereas Johan, you know, in one of our many conversations over the past year and a half, he has connected swollen lymph nodes to the cancer's back. My dog's going to die. And, exactly. and, and it was an interesting conversation to have to talk him down because in our relationship, in our dynamic, he's usually my rock. So, um, and he's the person that I usually lean on and it's not mm-hmm. often that he leans on me and it's not that he was leaning, but I could see that just that sad, vulnerable look on him where it was like, I, I woke up and I'm looking at him like, why is this man standing over me talking about, it? he was touching, touching my dog's lymph nodes. <laughs> well, we got it. I remember when Harley's legs became a visible issue. You know, mm-hmm. and we had to figure out what was going on and then how do we rectify it and make it easier, hence the grippers and all of that. But I remember, and I think I told you, I was in the bed and Lee got in and it was dark. And, you know, he said, um, and I love when people go, are you awake? Mm-hmm. And so then what are you supposed to go? No, <laughs> but in any event. <laughs> hey, you're a little late on that one. But... <laughs> Did it take a while for my whisper to get across to you? No, it's just that it's so funny because I, if Johan comes in, he he doesn't even bother asking me if I'm awake. He just starts talking to me because he knows, he knows because the second he comes in a room, I'm just like, oh, what does he want? <laughs> no, he- no, I always get the, are you awake? But um, he said, let me ask you a question. And I thought now, like, I won't be here in the morning, but okay. Do you have Harley's affairs in order? And I'm thinking, <laughs> like you got something to will to somebody? I bequeath my toys to Jax and I give my bed to the dog next door. I said, Lee, are you worried about Harley? And he said, well, yeah. He says, you know, I said, Harley is aging, but he's not aging out. Mm-hmm. I said, there's nothing wrong with him other than that he is now 
starting to exhibit signs of his age. That's all. So we put more rugs down. We buy more grippers and we're more cognizant of what's happening. I said, and I'm giving him all the things that I can think of that will help supplement, you know, his joints and his hips and help his gut and all of that stuff. And so then I just kind of like patted his leg. I said, it's going to be okay, but I don't know what, what do you mean? Do I have his things? <laughs> I don't know what to have in order. And so then I think it real, it resonated how silly it sounded. I mean, it was sweet and it was sincere. Maybe he was a little embarrassed being a man. Mm-hmm. So then the next thing was, you know, okay, good night. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, well, Rodrigo, him taking off and going off up the trail to meet people is something he hasn't done in years. So to me, that's like, you know, it's sad to say, but when my dogs misbehave, it's a good sign that they're feeling pretty good. So oh, Rodrigo's yeah. having a good day. I don't want him leaving the property that we're going to have to watch out for that because, you know, we're so used to not, we don't pay attention to Rodrigo. I mean, he's not neglected, but if I'm outside with the dogs, I'm mostly focused on Apollo because his butt will leave. Um, but he likes to go next door to talk to Kevin and, but you know, my other dogs, I know that they're going to stay on the property, but now I got to look at Rigo's old butt again. Cause he's going to go trotting her off. Cause he's like, I'm going to go meet people. He's having, he was living his life. Talking about old butts. I am really excited right now because wow. all of the things that Leah's done lately, and it hasn't been much, but you know, it, they accumulate day by day that have just kind of rubbed you the wrong way, irritated you a little bit, he's getting it tenfold because it's nine minutes after four. So that means Harley is harassing me. <laughs> because, I'm not because it's dinner time. <laughs> well, Listen. I know it's it's funny because Johan's going to be with the dogs on his, on his own at the end of the month, at the end of August, because I might be going to California to visit a friend for a couple of days. And, um, it'll be easy for him because it's not, it's not this, this, you know, complicated mess that I have to do, but I, it, it is funny. Cause I got up this morning and he's opening a bag of treats and looking at scout and, you know, like, and I, I look at him and he looks at me with this shock on his face, like, Oh, I've been busted. And I was like, well, if you're going to give him a treat, give him this treat. And then, um, scout has hot dogs that he gets in the morning. They're grass fed hot dogs, very special and fancy, but I heat him up for 15 seconds and then cut him into pieces. And then he gets those for, for a morning. I slip a pill into him, too, but he gets those in the morning. Um, and Tim so, can't eat a cold hot dog. Um, I don't like to give my dogs anything cold, cold, straight out of the fridge. I'd rather have it be room temperature. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I Lee, his last marching orders when I left this morning is don't forget 11 seconds for the broccoli and bone broth. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of looked at me. He said, I can't just scoop it out cold. No. <laughs> but, um, but before I go, I wanted to tell you, I sent you a picture of some cookies. Look in your phone. I text it to you. And for anyone wondering about the not feeding cold, I don't know if we brought this up on this podcast before, but it's because it's poor, it's hard for them to digest. It didn't come through. Yes, anything know. cold like that. Yeah, I don't have anything from you. So I told you work. that I, te- oh, dang it. Look at this <clears throat> crazy. It said not delivered. <laughs> Did it come now? <laughs> so what are you going to do with the rest of your weekend? Well, we are um, 
We have a beautiful birthday cake and I got huge numbers. What type of birthday cake? Girl, this is a strawberry shortcake to make you want to slap your heart. Take a picture of it and send it to you before you guys destroy it. Okay, I will. I will. It's going to hurt your feelings, but yeah. yeah. And then you can post it because it's got huge numbers. And then if anybody wants to know how old I am, the numbers will be on the cake. I'm not the one one with the eight and the O. But um, at some point, you're going to get a picture of some cookies, okay? (laughs) I will respond. I'm determined to talk about these cookies. So I've known this young lady since she was four years old. Mm-hmm. And she has grown up to be an oncology pediatric nurse, but her passion, um, second to children, is baking. Mm-hmm. And she bakes some of the most delicious and most beautiful looking cookies um, for humans. Okay. She has decided to try baking for some pups now. Okay. And her goal is to. <sighs> create this line. She's going to come up with an LLC. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's working on her business plan, but she's going to sponsor service dogs for disabled veterans Oh, nice! um, with the proceeds of these cookies. Oh, nice. And she will be mailing them across the country. So I've invited her to be a guest of ours this fall. Okay. Um, When she be, when she's up and running, she is sending a batch to you. And she's sending a batch Aww. to me Yay! so our dogs can enjoy them. But she is so super talented. And one day in the year 2022, you're going to get this photo. Because <laughs> it ain't coming um, through this internet connection here in Aiken, South Carolina. But um, <laughs> yes. And then that way, uh, I really want to support her. I think you'll enjoy talking to her and we can find out what line these treats will be. She's using all the right products, et cetera, et cetera. But really, really interested in seeing how we can help boost her business when it starts, because it is for such an incredibly good cause. All right. That sounds good. Good. Okay. Well, so I'm going to go some seafood that we can go pick up that I can feed these old people. Yes, I call them old people. Well, I'm um, going to Walmart to get some uh, uh, umbrella base for our deck set. Okay. Yes. Okay. That sounds that sounds good. So I guess I will quote and unquote see you <laughs> next week. Yes, you will. And everybody will see me. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so again, have anything you want us to talk about please please send us your put it in the comments yeah i just don't want to talk about the nasty people with the UCI. (laughs) okay i don't know how they make it raw but that's nasty okay (laughs) they put the uk dog owners on blast with that article saying y'all should be not to get you started because i would be offended that was not to get you riled up again. <laughs> that was for a comical closing. Say goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs>